Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the others since. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio G'day, viewers. You're right. Oh, sorry, I thought you wanted preamble. Okay. G'day, just saying there's lounge on. Well, g'day, viewers, and welcome to Radio Hot Lab, episode 221, coming to you this Sunday, the 17th, 16th. I know it's the 16th of September 16th. because it's the day after Folks' milk's expired. That's right. Sandown Enduro, the VA supercar round, the first one before the big one, 500 yep. kilometres this afternoon, and Shane Van Gisbergen is on pole. But right now... On Radio Hot Lap, that light-hearted and entertaining podcast that takes a look at motor racing, full emergency technologies, gadgets and barbecues, and how to get in and out of corporate boxes without passes. That's right. We are pros. We, we definitely do. We do it very well. There is no doubt about it. We, we, are, we have become the masters of attending events and freeloading other people's corporate boxes. <laughs> the funny thing is about it is that they actually want us. They do. They like us being there. Some, something to do with us being crazy. Or Actually, I noticed that in the you didn't say we were zany anymore. Oh, there's a bit of zaniness. Well, there is definitely zaniness. So what we're currently looking at at the moment, viewers, is there's going to be a big driver's parade and there's a complete huge lineup of uh, Ford and Holden Utes and uh, all the drivers are all in... Are they all? Yeah, there are Fords as well. Um, and the drivers are all uh, going to do a lap around the track past all the punters uh, in the back of the Utes. So uh, we're currently looking down on pit lane and uh, just about everybody's here ready to go now, I think. Uh, just down below us, we can see... Um, <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, we saw quite a lot of the Jim Beam girls earlier. <laughs> the, yeah, the overhead view is quite spectacular. And look, you know, and less spectacular, but all, just as interesting, was uh, yesterday a, a very unusual perspective on Hair Scafo's no nose. It was a very unusual perspective. I could actually see the hairs <laughs> in the nose. Well, there was actually, earlier on this morning, there was another perspective on Hair Scafo's nose as well. Well, because uh, if you've been watching the TV coverage, you would have seen he and Crompo um, doing a commentary from the paddock area, just the other side of the pits, and they were on this little elevated platform, and as you walked past, there was another weird um, perspective. As you were looking up, things are looking up, dogs are looking up. That's right, and uh, look, at, oh, it's, uh, sounds like they're off. Yep, they're off, they're That's all standing uh, up, holding on to their little yellow um, thingos. And there we are. The dogs are on, and, um, and it's like having Red Bull dogs. Murphy's having a laugh. It, it's a, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, those, 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 there's a few tossers hanging around here. Well, there are a few, but not, so, not that many. <laughs> like Simonson, you know, for example. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see him in a minute talking to tossers. Oh, um, we love you, Al. We love you, Al. Yeah, look, uh, we'll tell everybody about. Um, uh, the format of this weekend because it's, uh, it, 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 it does beat a lot of people's heads in. It's certainly a lot of people are very confused about how the hell this was all decided. The GT and his, and his twin brother. <laughs> McConkers is uh, trying to look younger. We get the wheel on TV with 44. Yeah, well, we got a, uh, well whatever, you know. When Alan goes past, it's, it's, our, it's our job to do that. It is. We have to be doing these things. But uh, as the... It's only... But yeah, next year, they'll have to be Nissan Utes and Mercedes Utes. Now, the Mercedes don't make a Ute. No, they don't. How are you going to work that? 44! 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. 40. Yeah, <laughs> He's not hearing it. No. <laughs> he so missed he, it. He is the dogs are on. Yeah. Not looking at all. Looks so hunch, next year... It's a hunchback of PM. Yeah, well, no, Mercedes don't make a U. How are we going to do that? <laughs> It'll have to be one of those. They'll make one. They'll oh, cut think, a roof off something. I think AMG should actually go into Ute manufacture. If they are indeed going to be the uh, the preferred... Taz! Taz! 
<laughs> Dogs are on. We're all looking a bit confused, really, aren't they're we? Right. What, who? Us or the drivers? Both. They're not very good in the back of the ute. No, they're not, no. They like to be behind the wheel. They're not, they're not good passengers, are they, any of them? <laughs> the dog's been stolen. Oh, no. OK, so let's just no, run down how the... Let's run down how the, uh, how, the, how the weekend pans out. OK, so let's move back to um, Sandown yes, from Phillip Island, four years down there, and, and uh, everybody's agreed that this is a much better arrangement. But how does, the grid, how does the grid come about? So this year it is defined by having a 20-minute qualifying session and any driver can be in it. Predominantly it was, uh, I think, all the, the seasoned regular drivers were in there. The result of that qualifying session set up the grid for the first... 20 lap qualifying race bear in mind that's at 1 minute 10 per lap that's about 23-24 minutes of racing and um, the co-drivers were in that yep, the so results, the the results of the co-drivers race set up the grid for the regular drivers race which sets up the grid for today's 500 kilometre race so there's no qualifying today and in fact we've never really seen a race before with all the drivers regular drivers yes. racing for a grid position Correct. in the race, or have we ever seen all the non-regular drivers having a race together? No, we haven't. I think it's a very, very clever format. I think they've done a great job, and uh, once you get your head around the way it's all put together, I think it's worked really well. The interesting thing about yesterday was that all of the non-main game drivers drove very sensibly and had a, had a pretty good run overall, but the main game guys, they were all blooming uh, racing for sheep stations. <laughs> there was things happening left, right and centre. Well, as it turns out, much like, uh, you know, the um, in Formula One, the law being neutralised by uh, the Red Bull cars going out, we'll talk about that a little bit later, and basically, you know, where Alonso was in the toilet, he's sort of back on again. It's, a good, yep. it's, it's, it's the best, worst weekend I could have. Oh, it is. I think it's going to be a fantastic one. And, and the same happened yesterday in the regulars race, where twice... No less. Twice did uh, Lounzo spin. Lounzo's run off. <laughs> Both Lounzo and uh, and 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 uh, the chin went off at uh, turn nine, and yep. with the chin having an extra spin, and then they're they're, they're down the field. An extra spin for the chin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, as um, as folks uh, pointed out quite rightly in uh, in today's age, or um, also known as uh, his high miserable, miserable viz jacket <laughs> opera. Hi, Miss um, Viz. That um, spearhead Shane got pole. <laughs> he did indeed. <laughs> After the Bush Telegraph. Well, well, apparently the Bush Telegraph's been running hot with these Mercedes uh, Mercedes rumours as the fourth car. But who do you think he was referring to as the Bush Telegraph? I don't know. Could have been something to do with an article that the dog wrote the other day on Radio Hotline. <laughs> the dog wrote. Yeah, the dog's getting good at writing articles. I was impressed. Yep, the dog's here in force. And I just, it's almost like a red bull. It is. With its tails. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his dander up or tail up, one or the other. The boys are all having a big wave to the uh, barbecue dwellers over the other side of the circuit at the moment. And now, did you do... This is a bring-your-barbecue event. It but is. No, but nothing else. Um, yeah, no alcohol. But you, you can't bring alcohol in, but you can bring your barbie. But it has to be gas, no uh, fires. Electric. Yeah, gas or electric. Could you run electric barbecue? I would think so, if, as long as you've got a 12-volt inverter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a generator in the back of the U, one or the other. The, um, the folks was very... Uh, speaking of his um, high mis... <laughs> his, his, um, he was very pleased to receive a, uh, a, an early Christmas gift from, from you and I. He was. A, uh, a, a barbecue. While we're talking of barbecues, a very nice grill. At $129. Grill. $129 barbecue, which yep. you managed to get for $29. Of which I then said, That's right. um, I've told JP that it's $129, but yep. it really is only $29. And he yes. said, you're miserable doing that. You really do. Exactly. And I said, well, look, just, just ghost him out on it. But of course, I, we've done a reverse ghosting. We have. By actually me telling you that mm, that's the story. And then, and then, then I saying to folks, hey, 129 bucks. Bit of a bargain. Absolutely. I don't think he's, he's biting on it. I think no, that the stench from the fridge has overcome him. Yeah, well, we won't. I don't think we should tell the viewers about folks' fridge. <laughs> and all those out-of-date products. No, it would be, it'd be fair. He's been away. Yeah, he has been away. And he's going away again to Singapore on Wednesday. <laughs> so, to get fresh milk. 
I have to say he did write a very good article. It read extremely well, and um, he, he has a unique eloquence. Uh, the does hide this, Miss. As the girls come down, the Telstra girls come down wearing their 4G LTE tops. <laughs> Is that the colours? <laughs> the colours designate 4G, do they? That's right. Right. So I that. never realised that. Well, there's three of them, so that's L, T and E. That's right. They're, they're hanging on pretty tight considering the youth's only moving at about 3Ks. That's right. It is... For uh, and now Paul Dumbrell has done. Oh, well, we just got, a, got away from Jamie Winkup, but why? Am I overcome? He saw the dog. He must have seen the dog. Lounzo's got the usual grin on. They know this is important. Oh, and you know, the fact is, I'm standing above Kelly right this thing. Yeah, we're standing above the Kelly pit. With the, with the Nissan jacket. That's yeah, so obviously, well, this is very important. That's why well, they so must I, think there's an important person from Nissan. Who's stolen the jacket from Fogs' wardrobe and standing above the Kelly pit? <laughs> JP, you just you turn it into anything you can. Well, so, you have to, don't you? Now, um, there's a little bit of a, uh, a story we want to tell. In fact, we've got uh, Patrick to, to talk to us about it. We, we recorded we it a little bit earlier, and I yep. wouldn't say it's editing, but this is Patrick talking to us correcting us about the difference between exhaust pipes and screamer pipes. That's right. Take now this, it away. This, this comes from a, um, a, 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 an Instagram that Johnny put up yesterday when we were having a look. They've got this big car show and shine here well, see and they've got these Ford drifters and other stuff and uh, so John's taken this Instagram and last night we had this bite straight away about calling what was a scream pipe an exhaust pipe so let me tell you Patrick's that, that got car a, had no show there's no shine had lots of show no, lots of show though and when you hear about it you'll know why so uh, take it away Patrick Oh, you're kidding. Nah, a bunch of school kids. So I've had to take the lock barrel home, cut it out, and oh. that's the key now. So <laughs> so we're at Sandown Saturday, Enduro, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday yeah. I haven't had a bourbon either. But I'm here with Patrick, who also hasn't had a bourbon. But uh, yesterday we incorrectly named this EA Falcon, which is actually an, an ED. ED, is it? ED Fairmont Gear. ED Fairmont Gear. And it has an exhaust pipe coming out underneath the the blinker on the side behind the anyway you'll have to see it on the on the website but uh, over dinner last night someone commented on the Instagram and said it's a screamer pipe Patrick tell us the story and tell us how we got it wrong all right mate um, yeah it's a scream pipe it's directly connected to my wastegate so when the car hits 9 psi my wastegate opens and the uh, non-needed boost pressure goes out through my scream pipe which therefore screams and uh, the difference is, right, with a factory turboed vehicle, you're usually running an internal gate, wastegate, where it'll go through your dump pipe and exit through the back of your exhaust system. Whereas I'm uh, just a bit special, I wanted it to uh, freak some people out and get some shits and gigs. Pardon Pardon me, French. No, that's and, all right. Uh, we, we, you're allowed to do that. Oh, Rick, listen. Yeah, it's, it's probably that's all right. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, just to be different. Um, that's be, cool. It's, I love the fact that the car's a bit dirty. You know, it's, it's rustic. I, was going, I drift it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I built the drift. I go to colder when I can, and uh, I do all right. I keep up with the Jap guys. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy, you know. Keep it Australian. So tell, us, about, tell, us, about, about, tell us about the car all around generally, then. Uh, generally, we've got uh, forged rods on an on a EL bottom end, forged bull rods, Hypertech pistons, um, load compression. Uh, I've got a Wade grind cam in it, turbo cam, with uh, ported head, exhaust, and intake sides. Uh, snort for uh, exhaust turbo manifold with a triple K 600 turbo. Uh, running at the moment 7 psi. Um, I had it tuned on 9 and I made 270. But um, at the moment on uh, seven, I think it's more around the 220 at the rear wheels, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, it's it's, it's cost well, me 10 grand so far, and I've done it all myself. And what can I say? It's pretty. T5 Borg Warner, and yeah, I'm just hoping it lasts. <laughs> now, I, I, I like this 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 one-off uh, bonnet you got. Yeah, uh, I, it gets hot. It really gets hot under there. So when you're drifting, you're on a limiter. You want to get those heat out, the heat out, and. Uh, 
oh, you know, I've got to make it home and an angle grinder, so just got a bit creative and, you know. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, that, is that a, like a, a heat blanket over the turbo just to yeah, stop that, heat transferring to other items around the car? Or? For that reason too, but it, they reckon it helps performance. You keep your housing hot and it'll help. It's, there's a science to it, and I'm not exactly educated properly in it. Uh, just uh, it helps the heat as well. Everything's uh, fiberglass wrapped, so keeping the heat down is kind of the ideal thing here because I've had the thing on fire about five times, and it, uh, yeah, it's not good. Patrick, thanks for having a chat. That was on Radio Hot Lap, and um, I hope you'll uh, tell your friends and have a listen online. Definitely will do. Good Thank idea. you very much. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. Uh, there's a couple of supercarts cruising down the track here. I was talking to talking to Lee Hanacek yesterday, who's uh, the man behind. Uh, he's getting behind like AKA Australian Karting Association, and he's he's identified that there's really been no history explained about karting. And do you know, 27 out of the 28 V8 supercar drivers on the grid here today are actually. Um, from a karting background. From a karting background. So, yeah. what's the obvious question? Who's the 28th? That's it. Mm. And who is it? Who is we it? Found, we, well, when we see Lee again, we'll have to ask him who is the who is the non-karting person. So interesting to find out. But yeah, that's no, a great idea. Um, I was with uh, Gino uh, yesterday, and uh, he was looking for a cart for uh, for one of his kids, and uh, we were having a chat to the guys. And apart from what Lee said about the fact that there has been no recorded history, he's just putting it all together so that there, there is a record of all of the um, champions that that have come through. Um, on the on the uh, display that they've got down in the uh, in the show and shine area, yeah show and shine area um, over in the corner there they've got this great banner that they've made up with uh, names of all the current drivers and the fact that they were karting drivers and he's even dug up a picture of Russell Ingall I mean how old's that going to be? <laughs> winning, Polaroid winning, winning a karting championship in a cart with absolutely no modern day protection now, down I didn't the sides see any of that. Or... I didn't actually see that stuff yeah. so no, I'll it's good. Go it's excellent yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. it's really good though yeah. Running down the pit lane, can't mention, but it's a lawyer. <laughs> so just be careful, because, you know, you get in trouble for, 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 for legal. We're not going to get sued, are we? Oh, we might. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Should get over it. What else has been interesting and been happening in Formula One? Formula One. First run for a long time. We've seen at Monza a double DNF from Red Bull. One, yes. an alternator problem, and two, with 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 worn tyres and worn tyres, which basically set up a huge vibration and uh, as he's coming he into parabolica. Yeah. And thought, look, let's just park it. Yeah. Not, not work it. But uh, just as as uh, as as Leonzo, um, does his traditional race season charge. Um, Weber does his traditional late, late season, season fade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fade to black. <laughs> what Good job he'd already got that, that contract for next year stitched up earlier on, wasn't it? <laughs> what do you think? Well, what do you think? What do you make of it? Well, I don't know. It's, I think that the, the Formula One championship currently is just so competitive and there's so much going on. And the cars are just in this constant state of development. And I think they're just pushing the envelope so hard this year because they're all so damn close that um, things like this are just going to happen. Someone's going to just push it a little bit too far and that's going to inhibit reliability or whatever, or the aero kit's going to not be favoured by the driver. Um, yeah, it still makes it very, very entertaining for us to watch, though. You know how uh, the AFL's been cutting into the into the, the telecasts here and there and, and until it sort yes. of got some stuff sorted out with secondary channels and so on like yeah, that? Seven, I mean, it's just, it's it's unbelievable that this went last Wednesday night, they just decided, Channel 9, to just not run any episodes of Dallas. And there's, Fogues and I, we had to, had to 
download them from a, from a legal, legal location. I don't. I didn't know that we were digressing to Dallas. No, no, but, but, but you, you know. see, like, the, 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 you see, where is this heading? The, this is heading. This is like if you if you can't watch Dallas, then you got to be watching something like Dynasty, and Dynasties are going on because Matthew Brabham has won the US Formula Ford 2000 oh, Championship. Oh, nice segue, Johnny. <laughs> With three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars in the bank. Three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, viewers, US for winning the Formula Ford Championship. What do you get here? A glass of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> and an, and, enduro, a, a, and a, an enduro drive if you're really lucky in a few years' but, time. But uh, look, he, Matthew's on the, um, the Mazda Road to Indy program, and so it'll only the funding will go straight to the next. Uh, his next season in whatever that yeah, will but be. Isn't going. that a brilliant idea though that you win a Formula Four championship, that means you're an up and coming driver and they're giving you enough money but to the secure a seat. Thousand, which are they, they are they are wings and sweeps. Mm. Yeah, but you know. they're still giving you that opportunity to secure that drive with your winnings. And that's just fantastic I reckon. And uh, that's uh, you know Jeff Brabham, his uh, his father, very very yep. proud as would uh, would David Brabham. And speaking of David Brabham, it's uh, it's worth picking up a, a copy of um, the latest motorsport magazine. Yes, because uh, there's a lunch with David Brabham, and I, I always go to the lunch section. Yeah, I, I, th- I love that. It's a great. Uh, and, and I noticed that Brabs was there with his green tea. <laughs> yeah, as he does. <laughs> <laughs> and overly, overly righteous international poorly. But he's becoming overly righteous, isn't he? With, 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 with yum remarks. Yeah, he's, he's just got a bit too um, international. Yeah, well, a bit too US-centric international, in fact, I think. You know? So, whereas Brabs is a lot more balanced because he still lives in the UK and flies. Well, look, at the end of the day, he's, uh, he's definitely a, a great dad to, to, to Cooper. His mum, Jen. Oh, I yeah, think that they're looking yeah. to getting him a new teeter tater. Oh, cool. Well, on that note, we'll probably uh, close off for now because we've got a lot of noise happening and uh, everybody's getting ready for the main game. Yeah, but on the fact, the fact that we are um, recording this on the new iPhone 5 um, with the noise cancellation technology with the extra microphone, I mean, it's worth, worth testing it. And, you know, it's so clear. We had to introduce the wine of the... Uh, we're running... It's actually a second track. We're running there to uh, be able to simulate the video uh, system that we... You know, the old iPod with the fixed hard drive. <laughs> Unfixed. Well, that's right. <laughs> you know, so we don't like to go too modern. No. But, uh, what do you think of the new iPhone tech. 5? I think it's lovely. Isn't it good it to get in a your week pocket before everyone nicely, else? Isn't it? Yeah. I don't mind it at all. The thinness is that the only thing I guess if there is a gripe would be that mini connector on the bottom, you know, and the lack of compatibility with old devices. Well, we don't but we should probably leave that for tech time. I think so. Okay. Third place at the completion of 161 laps for Team Vodafone, Jamie Cup and Paul Dumbrell. Second place for Orcon Steel for Performance Racing and Ford, Mark Witterbottom and Stephen Richards. And winning the race, Craig Lowndes and Warren Luff. Might just start with our third place uh, drivers because uh, Jamie, you lead the championship still by an increased margin over Mark Winterbottom, but a decreased margin to Craig Lowndes. Uh, just talk us through the end of that race because you're obviously fairly aggrieved about that passing in over turn nine with a couple of laps to go. Yeah, um, obviously, huge race. Great to be back at Sandown for the uh, 500. Um, I thought all the co drivers did a great job keeping, uh, keeping out of trouble the first half of the lap. I was a bit worried, my car being uh, 19. But um, all the boys did a good job, um, and we settled into a, a good rhythm. Our car was quick, definitely, definitely quick. PD did an awesome job. There was huge speculation before the weekend uh, what job PD was going to do, all the co-drivers, in fact. But um, he certainly did a phenomenal job all weekend. Um, I jumped in. car was quick in the middle stint. Um, we didn't chase the track enough, in my opinion, and uh, we got a bit swamped at the end there, but um, yeah, hey, I'd be lying if I, if I said that pass was on at the end. Um, it was pretty, it was a late late lunge. Um, I congratulated Frosty after the race, but um, yeah, I didn't think that that, that pass was on, so uh, we'll see what happens. I don't like changing results, podium, especially podium results, but um, hey, it's at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal because uh, I wasn't quick enough to win the race, but um, as I said, that's uh, that's my opinion. And what about the moment uh, that saw the, the lead change hands when you were going into turn two, three complex? What happened then? Uh, yeah, locked the wheel. Um, once again, just trying to find a bit more than than, uh, than was actually there. So, um, Lanzi was coming on strong. He was pushing hard. He was probably going to get through in the next couple of laps anyway. So, um, I didn't want to uh, didn't want to just roll over. So I pushed hard a little bit too hard and um, mowed the grass down at three. 
PD, 19th on the grid, led the race when you uh, handed the car back to JW, second for a long time there, and then third place probably feels uh, comparatively disappointing, but a great weekend from your personal perspective, you didn't put a foot wrong. Me hitting the fence at practice four. I didn't want to remind you of that. Fair error. Fair rookie error. Um, old bloke, a young bloke, cold tires, and you know the next part. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a good day. You know, as, as Jade up said, um, you know, to be on the podium and to extend his championship lead—that's what we're all here. So um, obviously, it'd be nice to stand on the top top step. But then the day though, we're, we're here for Jamie to win the championship. So um, yeah, you know, obviously the first part of the race, the car the car was reasonable, and we got through a few people and a few things went away. So. Um, we gave it a best crack and just to say we, we didn't have it um, to stand on the top step. Jamie, they mentioned that you weren't on the best tyres. How bad were they? They can't have been too bad. Oh, the tyres are right. So yeah, this is one of those things. Um, you know, the car towards the end there um, was quick at the start and probably wasn't wasn't uh, where we needed to be at the end. But then the other team did a faultless job uh, with strategy. They put us out there. We, we had a good lead at one point. Uh, we didn't have it um, the last probably 25 laps. Well, you helped JW increase his uh, championship points lead to 32. A great weekend, regardless. Three weeks to go to Bathurst. That's the one I know you want. All the best then. Thanks. Boys at Full Performance Racing, uh, another fantastic race. So, uh, Richo, I might start with yourself. You had a fair bit to do. It all started on lap one yesterday, and then it was a rebuilding process thereafter. You'd be pretty happy with your effort. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased. You know, we, we, had a, uh, we had a good run. Okay, yesterday was a bit of a faux pas, but you just put your, put your best foot forward and, and pull yourself back from there. And, Got a cracker start today, moved up a couple of rows straight away. And then, um, you know, we, we had to just wait and be patient. We were sort of stuck in the pack there. And um, we, we called, a, called the pit a little bit earlier than probably most of the other guys, got on some good tyres, and then just sort of rocked it through. And all of a sudden, here we were battling with guys coming out of the pits and diving down the inside. And no, it, it, it was great. You know, it's good to be, good to be back in a, in a nice car and, and driving around competitively. Oh, you drove very competitively. Great job. Frosty, your version of events over at Turn 9 there, you're obviously looking at doing it for a long time. You were feeling out the braking capabilities. You looked like you were stronger on the brakes. Ever just talk us through how you saw that passing attempt? Um, well, sometimes you're on the end of it. Sometimes you, you're the guy that does the pass. And um, no doubt if I was in that position, Jamie would have done the same to me. But uh, yeah, but for good, I think um, the car was, was not too bad today. We had a lot of understeer at points, and they got it better in the last stint. Um, looked after its tyres quite well. and. The only place I've really had a, a good run was at turn six, so um, break deep in there um, and then try and pump the pedal as you come over that little little crest and uh, yeah, car felt good in there so I had a crack and um, made a stick, got P2 and I was pretty happy with the, with the result. As you should be, an excellent result, a big one coming up for yourself as well. Guys, congratulations, uh, Craig, 87 career wins, Luffy, finally. You get that V8 supercar win, your fifth Sandown win as well, Craig, and nine wins on the trot now for Team Vodafone at five different venues. The dominance is supreme, but Luffy, maybe you can start and talk us through your part of the program, but congratulations on your first career win. Yeah, thanks, mate. Like, it, uh, for me today, it was all about just trying to obviously get the car sort of uh, to the point where Craig could jump back in, and um, I think PD and I were both dreading watching the weather and making sure that it wasn't going to rain in the outstint, but um, look, I think early on in the race, we probably didn't really have a, a car that was quick enough. Um, but we kept sort of chasing the car and, uh, and kept making it better on each of the stops. And uh, I think sort of by the time Craig got in and, and sort of was able to sort of push on at the end, I think the, as a team we're able to give him a car to be able to battle for the win at the end. And, and that's what it's all about. Obviously, it's, it's great to have the win, but it's also for Craig, it's all part of a championship. And he's been able to obviously uh, get that sort of uh, points gap down a little bit. So uh, bring on Bathurst in three weeks. You're heading out of the pit garage. Craig hadn't even arrived at turn nine there. You're backslapping with the teammates. Did you ever think of him? I hope we get through the last two calls here. <laughs> no, I've got enough confidence in this guy. I've seen him do it enough times. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure he would be uh, silly enough to fire it off. No, it was great. It was a fingernail chewing exercise. I know. Craig, Jamie may mention that he knew it was inevitable you were going to pass him. Were you thinking that way? Look, uh, look I don't know, to be honest. Uh, it was one of those things that uh, in our first run, late in our first stage, um, or the first set of tyres, actually faded away a bit. You know, we burnt the rears up probably a little bit too much. Uh, you know, I had too much understeer at the beginning of the stint and uh, you know, killed the rears trying to look after the front. So. Um, it was one of those things, as uh, Warren said, we, we actually you know, worked on the car with obviously Roll Centre in, in the, all the stops and just tried to uh, uh, you know, chase it a little bit. And, uh, and I, was, I, was, I actually made a comment you know, when I come out after you know, the circulation of all the stops and uh, Jamie was like a good half a, half a straight in front of me and I, I radioed in and asked why our stop was so slow because uh, you know, I didn't think I was going to be that far behind him. But um, you know, obviously the team will have a little look at what, what caused it. 
Um, for me, it looked, felt like it was a fuel-related something. Perhaps it like it took forever to put fuel in the car. So, um, for me, uh, look, it was great that last stint we were able to have a good balance in the car, and uh, and really came on strong towards the right end of the race. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I was a little bit lucky, you know, with a bit of lap traffic holding Jamie up as well. You know, I able to sort of close down a little bit quicker than probably I could have. And then, of course, you know, um, you know who knows what, what would have happened, uh, you know, if he hadn't lock up into two, turn two. So. Um, our, our car was strong, but you know, I think all three of us were uh, really at the end. I think we were all basically on the par, just no matter who had track position. And how about fuel? Because it was a long stint, green run all the way to the end. How was everybody on fuel? Uh, my alarms come on about halfway in the last lap, so uh, you know, we, were, we were pretty good. Frosty, fuel? Oh, I didn't get an alarm, so maybe EcoBoost was working today. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I stopped pretty late, so thanks. Well, Frosty, I'll just slosh around and get you home anyway, so that was a good thing. <laughs> Alright, we'll have some questions. Perhaps just before then, um, I just want to reaffirm that the points uh, score here, it's the closest we've ever had to top three championship contenders going into the Super Chief Auto Bathurst 1000. Only 119 points separates the top three. Jamie Wincup, 2472, 32 points ahead of Mark Winterbottom, an increased margin of 31, 2440 for Mark Winterbottom, and Craig Lowndes moves into third in the championship now, 2353, three. Will Davison, 2236. All right, let's have some questions, please. Craig, um, you're clearly peaking at the right time. I mean, this couldn't be better going into Bathurst, could it? Oh, look, there's no doubt that uh, this time of year I love and uh, I love uh, the endurance races. I've always uh, you know, said that uh, you know, I enjoy the, the longer distance because it, you know, it's a bit more team-related strategy, obviously weather uh, dependent sometimes, but today we had uh, obviously a dry race from start to finish. Um, and it was important obviously uh, to find a co-driver. You know, when Scaife uh, decided to obviously you know, definitely hang the boots up for good uh, to find a, a good replacement and uh, you know, Luffy and I have driven a number of 12-hour races at Bathurst before, so uh, you know, again, we're not uh, you know, strangers to uh, either the circuit or us pairing together at that particular event as well, so uh, I'm looking forward to getting up there and uh, making the car as, you know, make it as nice as we had it today. I'm sure there's no doubt that uh, we'll be in there for a strong showing. Um, I think also today we showed that uh, you know, you're know you gonna have to have a fast car because there's a lot of speedy teams out there with good drivers. You're the favorite. I'm, uh, yeah, we'll just be going up there to do what we need to do. Uh, as I said, we need to make the car nice to drive. It's got to do 161 laps. It's no good trying to uh, set a lap record or uh, you know, put it on pole position. I hate pole up there anyway. Jamie, how do you feel about your prospects? Hey, um, I think you're, I think you're right, folks. Um, boys besides, it's going to be very, very hard to beat. They, uh, they've got some great form there. So um, we can at least keep Bath. I think we're doing a good job. Championship. Championships up and down. Um, yeah, it's. Um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a very good weekend. Certainly yesterday uh, wasn't uh, wasn't my best performance. So uh, it's going to be tight. I, I, I said it back in March that it's, uh, it's going to come down to the wire, and um, that's exactly how it's playing out. Congratulations, Martin. Uh, what sort of differentiation sets this team apart from other ones you've driven in the past? Um, but I think um, <laughs> I've, uh, I've probably driven all sorts of spectrums of cars, some good, some not so good. Um, but I think um, right, right through the whole organisation, everyone is, uh, is so focused on the job of winning. And, um, and, and it obviously starts at the top with Roland. He's, um, he, go, he goes racing to win and, it, and he makes sure that he puts the right people around him and he gives those people the right tools that they obviously need. So it's, uh, it's all about, I suppose, creating a... Um, uh, a, a synergy within the team, uh, and everyone works together so well. Everyone's everyone's been there for a long time. It proves obviously that um, the people enjoy working there because uh, you look at some of the teams in the off season, and uh, you look in their garage at the first event of the, of the following year, and it's sort of hard to recognise some faces. But I think at um, at Team Vodafone, it's uh, they've they've got a great crew of guys there, and uh, and they enjoy being there, and they love being part of the team, and that's I think. Uh, you can't sort of you can't buy that sort of uh, loyalty within a team. It's uh, it's something that happens over a period of time. Jamie, um, of the pass for second, uh, Mark had just said then that were the shoe on the other foot, you would have made exactly the same move. 
in his opinion. Would, would you have made that move? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have made contact though. Would have pulled it up, got it aside. Teflon, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Hey, we're not, I don't think we'll take it any further. We, um, I'm just sitting here thinking. You know, the last thing I want to do now is be in the stewards box. I'd rather get back to PDs and hit the beers earlier. <laughs> Just try and, and you know iron out those little things that have probably cost us in the past. But uh, you know today was 500k and a lot went on. Can you imagine another 500 of that in, uh, in three weeks' time is going to be tough. So um, we both feel like we're we're ready to have a crack, and you know it's going to be a, a big day and uh, probably our best chance. But we say that every year and hasn't happened. So uh, three weeks' time we'll see what happens. But we feel good. Any other questions? <laughs> uh, we might call the close. Congratulations again to Warren Luff and Craig Lowndes on winning the Dick Smith Sandown 500. All winners look forward to. We look forward to you again at Super Jeep Auto Bathurst 1000 in three weeks' time. Thank you, folks. You're welcome. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Good night. Good night, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> but like Freddy Krueger, I'm coming back. <laughs> Eyes on the road, Linda. Finally, as the day draws to a close on the open Enduro event of 2012, we find ourselves loy loy with the folks who, without a doubt, has uh, written a very good article, uh, as we mentioned earlier today, about uh, Spearhead Shane and the V8 Bush Telegraph. That's right, yes. <laughs> Folks. So am I real now? I've made a cameo appearance already. Yeah, you, you made a ham of yourself. Good <laughs> Cameo ham. Mm. Yes, no, it's been a big day, big weekend. Yes. Has the season been? of endurance has started. Craig Lowndes is performing like an absolute fiend, which is normal this time of year. So exactly. He's, he's yeah, charged he for really Bathurst. Good. He's charged for Bathurst. Yeah. I mean, as sure as, sure as yeah. spring doesn't. follows winter, you know, come the 500, whether it's at Sandown or at Phillip Island as it used to be for a while, you know, Lowndes gets up and always positions himself so that he goes into Bathurst as the ranking favourite. And in recent years, he's won four of six in the last six years, so he's a pretty good bet. But he, he, he peaks at this time of the year. And the, um, the consequence of that, of course, is he's been in the championship race well and truly, the four-way, the four-horse race for the championship since the middle of the year when he began his traditional charge in the second half of the season. But with all the nonsense that went on in the qualifying races on Saturday and how the race turned out today, he's well and truly in the championship hunt. He's now is a solid third, only 119 points behind Win Cup. And, you know, in V8 supercars, you know, where you score 3,000 points for sneezing, 119 points is nothing. So there's everything to play for. So he's now focused on batters. He's got to be the favourite. He and Warren Luff, who are a very good combination. Yeah, they are a great combo. Can win that race easily. And if he does that, you know, he may actually take the championship lead and may go into the Gold Coast 600 and the other three events that follow and take the advantage. Last year he chased, 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 chased right to the last did. minute. Yes. But for, you know, and Bathurst is the one he wants. You know, there's nothing more precious to Lounsey than the Peter Brock Trophy. You know, Lounsey. 
Yeah. No, we like to call him Lounge Oh, do you? Just to be different. You know how we like to be different. Yeah, that's yeah, Scapo exactly. and Lounge And Larko. Crompy. Well, they'd be Lark C then, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's right. Crompy. Campbell Little is Clickle. Clickle. Yeah. Right. Well, if you can add them to Reynolds. Yeah. You know, well, well, Scaphy or Scapo yeah. calls Crom Lee Crompo, except Crompo. he's the only person in the world who calls Neil Crompton Crompo. Right. We all, you know, everyone else calls him Cromley. Yeah. Or Neil's on wheels. <laughs> anyway, we we digress. We do. We, we do digress. But we often you know. digress. Anyway, it's all to play for. It, it's the the play. V8 Supercar Championship because Jamie Wincup. I mean, he's still a class act, and you know his recovery today from yesterday was almost brilliant. His passing move over the top of the hill on lounge on cold tyres was extraordinary, but he screwed up yeah. twice, and instead of winning, he finishes third. You know. Frosty ambush yet again, yeah. moves closer Which everybody to the championship. Can see you know, um, but it's it's all really good, you know. But under pressure, Jamie is funny, although his ability to recover from adversity that we've seen all this year is extraordinary. You know, he makes mistakes that he really shouldn't be making. Mm. And heading to Bathurst, that's where you you know, little mistakes have yeah. a big cost. When was the last time? Craig won a championship. 1999. So it's eluded him for quite a while. Mm. A long title drought, as we say in the business. Do you think that there is a possibility? Thank you. Okay, thanks. Do you think there's a, uh, a possibility that uh, there could be a traditional yearly? Foges brand late season charge award trophy. I mean, it it it, it, it could immortalise yourself in your sport. It could. I thought I was. But that further so. You know, a it, perpetual it, trophy. It could be a headstone. A perpetual, a perpetual Fogwar trophy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the late season charge award. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Well, but Craig would get that every time. Until he did it. That's how it works, yeah. Mm. But, but how would you judge it, though? Because it'd have to be the person who got the most points in the second half of the year. Could we have another? No, no. Just no, it's, okay. it's just one more set, just accidentally dropped. I, I, I don't want him getting sick. Chopsticks? Yeah, he just dropped on I, I grew up eating dirt in the backyard. I'm immune to everything. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Let alone the fridge. <laughs> you leave my magic fridge alone. <laughs> the magic fridge. Magic clothes fridge. <laughs> Things have been living in there quite happily for six years. What do you think of the food here? It's good. So there you go. Anyway, we're, they're all good, all set for bathers. And I don't have to think about the V8 for another three weeks, and I'm going to Singapore for the Grand Prix, the most spectacular Formula One race of the year, the night race. What could be better? It may not come in. Oh, Oh, there you go. You know, um, when the, the start... No, we would, have, look, we would have like fun to, in Singapore. Oh, would. I'd love to come along, but uh, mm. like, uh, I could fly test up, isn't it? You could. When, when the staff very, said... Very economical. When the staff said, like, maybe you'd like to move to the front area because uh, there'll be noise with the dishes. I didn't realise yeah. they were doing it right here. Do mm. the dishes yeah. in the room. Do you think that we are going to need to move to the front no. area? No. What happened to Spearhead Shane? Mm. Um, <laughs> well, Luke Gilden, basically. <laughs> SBR and FPR swapped two of their co-drivers, so McIntyre moved from SBR to FBR and became a lead weight for Will Davison. And Gilden went the other way from FPR after messing up quite seriously last year. Mm. He's gone to SBR and, you know, when it got serious, he just went back to it. Not as back as McIntyre did. I mean, 
I'm sorry, but McIntyre just seemed to have re selected reverse gear and just plunged down the order. There'll be all sorts of excuses, but so Davo's championship um, aspirations took a big blow today. He's dropped to four, and he's still in. I mean, yeah, this will go down to the wire. But um, Davo was let down. I reckon they've just slightly overbooked those four. They're just a little bit dense. Maybe, but... They're all right. I think you'd be being bad. They're not rubbery. No. In Mildura. Not rubbery. I think it's probably in Mildura today. We were watching from a vertical perspective. It wasn't a good day in Mildura. No one or raised drivers, was it? And, I mean, like, have they just completely given up on the Pepsi car? They just go, well, look, 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 just, they should have back, washed it, put a new, ug the ugliest paint scheme they've ever had, mm. yeah, and sent it out. It's just hard to it. Is it the end of Pepsi? Yeah. No. No, Pepsi yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Pepsi no. Max. So, deal done. You heard it here first. Right. Probably not really, but anyway. Yeah. I, I, I can assure you that Pepsi Max is switching to FPR next year, sponsoring both cars, Davos right. and Frosty's cars. Oh, that's We have heard that. Yeah. Well, if it hadn't, you'd be the only person to do that supercars that hadn't. So they're in duck hair mode down the road there. Who? The Mildura. Well, they're not giving the Pepsi car much love, no. But you could argue they haven't been giving it love. It could account year. for, for it, could, it would have could account for um, Greg Norman's um, um, racing nemesis having difficulty in the car over three races. Shark. Shark. Mm. Yes. I'm sorry. How is he Greg Norman's nemesis? Well, they're both the shark. Sharp. Yeah, a bit deep, folks. Drawing a long bow there. Yeah. Long bow. But you know Harding likes long bows. As opposed oh, I know he likes strong bows. As opposed to spears. And then you're not wearing your high mids jacket today. Or spear heads. I'm going to get You're actually quite happy. Hardy, Is that the last of the... I'm unbranded. Is that the last of the seafood Mohicans? Yep. There's a more than ever really is the motorsport show about nothing, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> you can't wait to be on. You're excelling yourself. Yeah, well, that's what we do. <laughs> Make Jerry Seinfeld look like an amateur, really. <laughs> so, and so what did you get up to today, boys? What, what sleuthing did you do? Well, we had a lot of stuff. Be we can't tell you that I would be. You would be, mm. right. Look, we can guarantee... You spent all day in corporate hospitality. We found out... Not me, We found out, folks, that the girl who runs the corporate hospitality... Upstairs, that you weren't at, only started there fairly recently, and she'd been in a restaurant in town for a while. And somewhere else before that. You're going to have to well, very jovial and very twisted. That's, well, oh, hold the front page of that. And today was a day, unusually, apparently, that she didn't have a hangover. <laughs> so, like someone else I know, really. <laughs> well, Harley and I didn't have hangovers. Oh, we were fine. We might have been a little bit fluffy, but we did not have hangovers. A bit dusty. I feel we're going to have to move to the front because the, 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 the plates are starting to get out of control. We were warned. However, we weren't warned that the dishes would be done next to our table. No, we didn't actually say that. But we'll move forward yeah. to the front of house. We're back. <laughs> we're relocated. And, uh, we are relocated and we've relocated from the washing up noise. And we've got a great fridge. Yeah. So the well, you've, never, you've never heard of fridge like this. I think it's the Mildura fridge. Because it's, it's, it's got branding that won't be suitable to be used again. So it's been sent down on Warbur Street to Belmont yep. Beach at a high speed. But, you know, I'm just having a lot of wine about it. Why don't you have another glass? In fact, what are you having to drink tonight, gentlemen? Well, I use that term loosely. The uh, Galway Shiraz, which is always a Galway vintage. Used to be back in the day, because it's a Yalumba product, used to be called um, 
Galway Pipe. No, that's Port. Galway Burgundy, I think it was. Um, Burgundy. Now there's a phrase I haven't heard for a long time. Well, that's because I'm not allowed to use it anymore. So now it's the Galway Vintage. And it's just Shiraz as opposed to Burgundy. Or Shiraz. Okay, or Shiraz. Syrah. I think you feel you will need to throw your voice against that rather nasty Mildura fridge. Speaking of semantics and pedantry, <laughs> I said pedantry, stop That's giggling. Right. What does right. that mean? Being pedantic. Yeah. Pedantry, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a profession of yeah. dancism. That's right. Where do we stand on this nonsense, not showing my hand at all, about next month's Bathurst 1000 being promoted as the as celebrating 50 years of Bathurst. There's a slight flaw in that calculation. Yes, Do you know that, what it is? Yes, that they well, haven't the been. two-litre tour of well, Apart from that, it's a simple arithmetic. 1963 to 2012 is, oh, 49 years, not 50. No, if you count this year and you count 1953, it's actually... That's 1963. Right. No, it's still 49. No, it's not. It's it not. is. It's not. It's not. They're inclusive. No. It's not. You're starting at zero. No, well, zero was October 1963. Yeah. And okay. it's 49 years. It's 50 years next year. Look, I'm no mathematician. That's it. But, yeah, but know, hold on. After a bit of call away vintage, it always people do not understand the concept. I can understand the concept, but I can, of an but anniversary I can as opposed to the. It is the well. It's the fiftieth race of Bathurst. It's not it's actually, not. but the 50th running at least makes right. more sense. It is the 50th. Okay. It's not. It's, it will actually be the 52nd. Because the V8, even the V8 supercar record books officially acknowledge the 1997 and 1998 two-litre Bathurst 1000 in addition right. to the V8 oh, to the v- oh, right. Okay, so there's so four there. They still haven't got it right. It would right. be unwise of me to go up against the late folk such as myself. Yes, that's right, which is, you know, anyway. ironclad so memory of, of all things. You're quite correct. Yeah. 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 I thought about that. Celebrating 50 extra. years. Yep. And it's not 50 years. It's Until next year. It's 50 years, exactly. Okay. Yep, I got you. Okay. Yeah, cool. It's just like if, yeah, cool. let's say, you were born in December 1956. Yep. So at the end of this year, mm. you will be 56. Yeah, and this is your, and this would be your 56th year. Yeah, but at the moment I'm only. But you're still only 55. If if only that were true. Bathurst, you know, (laughs) your year out, folks, is is in its 49th year. Yeah, and it will be 49 on October 7th. Yeah, folks, I think you're starting to, you know, you're you're starting to to walk the wheel. Right. And you know, like you know, this is not like we move on. Well, the wheel's squeaking. The other big. The other big news of the week outside of VH Supercars has obviously been the much anticipated launch of the iPhone 5. And that's your area of expertise, well, gentlemen. Well, actually, folks, you see, that was the, you, you were trying to segue, it, but you did it very poorly. Because <laughs> rather than uh, uh, the correct way of doing that would have been to, to say, for example, like this, you know, wasn't it amazing today how poor the Torstra network was compared to the Optus network? I mean, you couldn't get anything up on Instagram. True, could I couldn't, no, I couldn't get any Instagrams up. And that was because you weren't using the new iPhone 5 on the Optus network. That have been sent. I was only using the iPhone 4 on the Telstra network. And because so many people have bailed out Vodafone, which is why they aren't sponsoring V8 supercars anymore, um, and they're losing market share like it's going out of fashion, they've all jumped to Telstra, and so there's no Telstra bandwidth left. Anyway, you had a go with the iPhone 5 today. Yeah, you know, uh, what did you, you had a go with an iPhone 5. That's fantastic. Really? I love it. How did that happen? Yeah. We've got a pre release. Look, have a look at it, folks. It's right here. 
it's amazing. It looks just like a longer, thinner iPhone 4S. It, 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 could, it could be is considered that what it is? That's a so sensational. But feel it in your hand. With short legs. Yeah, come on. No, feel I, how much lighter it is. I have, a, I have a Samsung Galaxy but 3 you had an S3 that you may have actually bought a little bit prematurely. Anyway, well, you're digressing I from am. the core. Anyway, I'm just illustrating how to segue. I think you're starting to become silly. <laughs> silly. I'm becoming silly. You're becoming silly. Oh. But this is a silly Calling show. Kettle Black Pot. <laughs> Rearrange these words too. The iPhone 5 is a iteration. I am in your thrall on this subject. It's an iteration of the existing design, slightly thinner, some connectors which are, connectors which are, are made smaller, and of course you need to be able to do that to connect stuffing in. And in fact, it, it, it's, it's clear that if you want to, if you want to make a smaller device, you're going to have to reduce the size of all the components. So people were thinking, well, it's going to be this amazing stuff like that. I suggest you go and watch the keynote on Apple.com uh, because it really is worthwhile, and we'll put it in context because every area of the phone has been improved. And uh, whilst I don't actually need to. Um, replace the 4S. I have. I mean, thanks to Apple. Very, very kind of them. Basically, it's great how the development program sends one to you, but you don't get one yet. But what do you think of it? What do you think of it? Yeah, I don't mind it at all, actually. It works quite well. But, you know, I've read a lot of reviews, too, that say it's not an earth-shattering improvement. A lot of it's Apple catching up with where the Galaxy 3 is and where this is and where that is. Um, and they're right, you know. But the people who write these articles don't seem to understand how easy and seamless Apple make it for the average punter. At the end of the day, it's a Because package. the people who write the articles are tech heads, and they can get their head around the fact that this is better, that's better, da da da, da. But it's, it's about usability, okay? And, so when the and that's, where, that's where it wins. Next week, iOS 6 comes out, and because... Yeah. When you get a new operating system, you get an extra feature set. An extra feature set requires a higher performance level of hardware in able to enable uh, the user to enjoy the experience of it. So I think across the board, it's just a plusher, more luxurious version you know, of, um, of what you currently got. Just a little bit... You know, it's a subtle, it's not a... As Mark Scape would say, it's... Evolution, not revolution. Very good. But I agree with JP. I think he's put his finger on it. And I knew one of you would giggle. Um, <laughs> because, as I said, I, I've got a Galaxy S3, and I enjoy it. But it might have been bought a little bit prematurely. It is not as intuitive as the iPhone is. Now, I've, I've bought it for other reasons. I wanted to break out of the Apple wall garden and experience Android. And Generally speaking, I'm very happy with it. And I certainly like the size of it. You know, I like the expanse of real estate on the screen. But it, isn't, it is not as intuitive as an Apple iPhone. I grant you that. But I don't think I'll be seduced by the iPhone 5 because... You don't have any money. <laughs> Apart from, from that, it's, you know, most of the benefits of iOS 6 I'm going to get on my iPhone 4S anyway, most. Um, I think, you know, they've expanded the screen size, but only in length, not in width. It still looks a bit cool. Yeah, but what they've done is they've yeah, achieved a 16-9 aspect ratio for watching movies. And that's good. So, I mean, which, which phone is... This time, which, 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 which is the wide angle? I jumped from 3G to 4, and then to 4S. And as a user, I think the difference between 4 and 4S was actually, even though visually nothing, 
functionally with a good move. Right. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on five. I'm gonna wait for iPhone six. Well, I think that'll be I think you know, that will be a big step forward and it'll be worthwhile. I'm not I, I agree with you folks and I think that that's a, a really good way to wrap up this evening's show. Other than to say don't you find it I'm just I don't you find it like intolerant that other people in the restaurant speak loudly? I mean here we are trying to do a show and they've got these people over there talking loudly. Don't they know who we are? That's right. Um, and on that note... Are we talking loudly? But of course we are. But, but the louder You've been we... listening to, or you just, or you've just missed... This is the bit I love for folks. I love folks. Can you do it? Can you do it again? Do it Start again. again. Go on. Go on. I'll give you a gingerbread man. <laughs> you've been listening to, or you've just missed, Radio Hot Lab. Episode... I can't read Roman numerals. He's 221. Showing... I was just going to... 221. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, his fingers weren't around that way. Radio Hot Lab, episode 221. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. But will we be joining you for our regular Bogues' Singapore Sling. Sling yeah. with swing. The soiree and the singers. The singers through sling the, through the magic of, of Through the magic of Skype, yes, we PK will. PK Jr. I'll have him on as a special guest. Crash <laughs> <Crazy> of PK. <laughs> Excellent. Oh,